From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, June 9th. I'm Sarah Wright. Union members rallied outside the Board of Supervisors' chambers during the second day of budget hearings yesterday. The county is in negotiations with all its bargaining units, and the largest, SEIU Local 1021, says that on Monday, the county offered them a 0% cost of living allowance increase, or COLA. Negotiator Jackie Otis, a social worker and adult and aging services, let supporters know that they were up against a bad precedent when county workers took a 12 percent pay cut in 2010. Everybody needs to be willing to fight. That's right. The problem is, as the county knows from our actions before, that we laid down and let that 12 percent salary reduction happen. They want to increase our premiums on our already overpriced and in the whole health insurance, ridiculous health insurance that we have, we've got to stop this. One of the budget holes is a multi-million dollar deficit in the health plan, which Union President Julie Beardsley says is the result of what she calls a bad management decision five years ago. I don't know if people remember, but in uh, two, in 2017 and 2018, the county um, gave all the employees a holiday on paying for their health care. Uh, costs and unfortunately the county decided that it would be a good idea if they just they took a holiday too and so consequently we're in this hole um, I don't think that um, you know our employees should be penalized uh, you know for mistakes that have been made in the past and the county has been stalling about looking into new plans um, obviously Adventist has uh, kind of a monopoly here in the county, and they can charge whatever they want. But we need to we need to we need to look at new other plans. Lee Farr in County Information Services is part of the SEIU bargaining team. He also cited historical decisions among a number of other concerns. The problem is is the county hasn't done their homework. They haven't put out the necessary budget reports, and so when they express this concern that we're not taking what they say seriously, that they have no money. We're saying, well, this is not a transparent process. And they say, well, what do you mean? I says, well, for instance, how much money have you made on the teeter plan this year? You know, that's not listed anywhere. You say you need money to put into retirement, but you know, years ago you took out a bond measure, which is the worst way to make money on retirement. And you've been paying that off at a great amount of money that could have been going into the retirement fund. Well, how close are you to paying that off? Have you paid it off? Uh, you know, none of these questions are being answered until they can show us, you know, the transparency and all these different aspects of their funding stream. Um, it's really hard to understand that, you know, or believe that they're broke. At Tuesday's meeting, half a dozen management positions were reallocated for significantly more money, which Beardsley said was irregular and unfair. There were some uh, complaints about raises being put in the consent calendar rather than, you know, going through the normal channels. When you have, you know, your employees that are doing two or three jobs and then you have these upper level managers uh, who are getting raises, that just doesn't seem fair to me. It just doesn't seem right. And the fact that we've had two and a half years of this COVID pandemic when, I mean, literally it caused so much hardship for the staff to come in uh, to work long hours, to work in the DOC, to, you know, to manage this, this pandemic and to not acknowledge that is just not right. And I'm wondering if you know how many people that is who are getting raises. It looks like they're management positions and not the, the workers you're talking about. Yeah, I'm not really clear on how many of those are. We haven't, we actually haven't gotten those numbers. So we are asking for them and looking for transparency from the county to supply us with all of the information that we need to make a, 
a decision together. That second voice is Buffy Wright Barasa, a program administrator in behavioral health and recovery services. She's also negotiating for a more advantageous rate for bilingual workers who do a lot of translating. One of the other things that I'm really passionate about is getting a bilingual pay that is conducive to the going rate um, with, with, you know, within the county, but also in other counties. What I'm noticing is that we have a bilingual rate pay that's, you know, it's, it's really not fair to the people who have to, you know, show up and do the translating. Um, they're translating, you know, all over the county for us, and we really either need a specialized position um, in the county for a bilinguist to trans- translate, like, our websites and all of our forms and make sure everything's going out, and, you know, that's translated in at least Spanish. Our population in Mendocino County is at least 26% Latino, Hispanic, Mexican, so it makes sense to me. Farr maintains that claims of budget crisis notwithstanding, the county can afford to make a better offer. Well, I think they're being conservative, but to say they have no money, I think is disingenuous. Um, they haven't even produced the, the budget reports that they're required to. So they're actually working in the dark as far as I can tell. Um, all of their revenue sources, TOT tax, sales tax, property tax, those are all trending upwards. A lot of things they do are one-time money. They put a lot of things into this category they call one-time money. So if you're, say, a department and you have a salary savings or you bring in more revenue than um, anticipated, that extra goes into the general fund, but it's considered one-time money for the next year's budget. You know, that's the kind of thing that happens a lot. And that's debatable whether you should account that way. It allows them to pick and choose them being administration to how they want to spend that money. So they can tell us that there's no money in the budget for uh, a COLA. Well, does that mean there's no money for a COLA or you haven't budgeted for any money? You know, that's, that's the situation that we're in. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reich. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.